most of the blogs I found were all very sweet and positive, and it was all very, oh, look at me and my double buggy, or look at me and my、uh, back feet, and oh, it's so nice being in the Netherlands, and oh, I've got a back feet, and oh, I cycle, and、uh, oh, the Netherlands,、uh, the Dutch, they love drop, well, ho, bloody ho. Hello, I'm Andy Clark, and this is here in Holland. You just heard the voice of the most sarcastic English-language blogger in the Netherlands, Amsterdam's shallow man, and he's the guest in the podcast this time. I witnessed a、uh, a woman wearing、uh, a pair of very tight leggings, and underneath she had a pair of white knickers. So it was the contrast was visible from quite a distance, probably visible from space. He has an opinion on everything, and has made it his life's mission to scream that opinion from the rooftops. Yeah, why does everyone wear jeans all the time? No matter where they're going, what is this obsession with denim? Dating the Dutch, shallow man knows where you're going wrong, and there are even some tips on Dutchifying your English, Louis van Gaal style. That is, it, it's a how do you call it? A gladiolus game. The dead, the dead of the gladiolus. Or you are dead, or you receive the gladiolus flower. And there's certainly no tiptoeing around. I don't skirt around any subjects. A cultural minefield. Shallow man plows in. Full steam ahead. The comments, the hate mail when I started criticising Svante Pete. So it's become an annual tradition. I regularly write posts criticising Svante Pete. An interview with the self-styled and very stylish Amsterdam's shallow man. Please, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, sure.、Uh, I'm Simon Wolcotts, and I'm the man behind the Amsterdam Shallow Man blog. Okay. In a nutshell, what is the Amsterdam Shallow Man blog? Okay, the Amsterdam Shallow Man.、Uh, I guess my tagline is "Life in the Netherlands through the eyes of a sarcastic expat." Right, sarcastic expat. Explain. Well, yeah. You know, obviously, the best thing is to remain true to yourself. So I. Generally, tend to be pretty sarcastic anyway, and、uh, what I really write about is Dutch culture, is life in the Netherlands. Even though I've lived here for over twelve years, I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of an outsider. There are still many things I see on a daily basis that I, I have my oh my god moments, which are usually cult, which are usually cultural things that、uh, remind me that yeah, I'm I'm from somewhere else because I still get shocked by these things. And、uh, so a lot of the things I write about is just yeah my view on. All different elements on Dutch society, and I write it with a bit of a bit of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and a bit of a bit of humour, and I guess lots of sarcasm. And hello, foreigners! We're back with some great tips how to cycle just like a Dutch. There's nothing more annoying for Dutch cyclists than having to wait for a red traffic light. When you see a red traffic light, you don't stop; you just look left. Right, decide you don't care, and if there's a car coming, you give him the evil eye. You just go, go, go. Foreigners that stop for red.、Uh, I started in 2013, I guess. Yeah, towards the end of 2013, was when I wrote my first blog post. And、uh, what was the first blog post? Actually, I think the first blog post I wrote was called. Uh, let's see how to. I think it was called "How to Get Rich in the Netherlands," and it was my observation that if you want to get rich in the Netherlands, just invent lots of things to put on bread. Because I was in,、uh, I was in a supermarket, and there was a whole aisle dedicated to disgusting sandwich spreads and 
Hagelslag and all manner. I've never seen so many sandwich spreads in a single supermarket. And I thought, wow, you know, if you want to, if you really want to get rich here, just come up with uh, some kind of sandwich spread. The, the odder, the better, and uh, you'll be rich quickly. Um, was the first post successful? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I immediately uh, I was surprised that yeah, I received uh, yeah a lot of positive feedback and a lot of a lot of comments and, and that was you know the first time you write a blog post it's just a dip in the water and you just you don't know it's like uh, putting a message in a bottle and you just don't know if you're going to get anything back or is it going to be ignored or are you going to get any comments and yeah uh yeah for a first post uh yeah i was pleased with the response take me back to the moment you decided to, to launch the blog what what happened and why what was the spark that thought okay i'm going to put pen to paper or well obviously computer but uh, what made you actually start well in a way um a lot of the things i write about i'd been discussing with friends for quite a while and especially obviously with expats i'd been yeah making observations on you know i'd been making comments on things like yeah my god why are there so many things to put on bread in the supermarket or uh, yeah or at the time yeah yeah why does everyone wear jeans all the time no matter where they're going what is this obsession with denim and it was just all these comments that uh, i would observations that i would make and discuss with friends and when i was looking at blogs by expats it was all what I found at the time, with the exception of Stu, the invading Holland, which is brilliant, which I love, but most of the blogs I found were all very sweet and positive, and it was all very, oh, look at me and my double buggy, or look at me and my uh, back feet, and oh, it's so nice being in the Netherlands, and oh, I've got a back feet, and oh, I cycle, and uh, oh, the Netherlands, uh, the Dutch, they love drop, well, ho, bloody ho. And so, but no one was mentioning the elephant in the room, which is that a lot of Dutch people dress. Uh, dress as if uh, they've been sleeping on a bench all night and no one no one was making these comments i thought well it's i owe it to the public to start writing about this so that was it really hello foreigners we are the inburgers we're here to make sure that you foreigners learn how to be dutch so we're going to provide you with some tips on how to fit into dutch society U gaat inburgeren in Nederland. Daarom is de taal belangrijk. It's critical to learn Dutch when living in the Netherlands. Wat zeg je? Nee, ik begrijp niet. Oh ja, ik ben een Aiko. Ja, klopt. What sort of response have you had from Dutch people then? Because obviously you were taking a bit of a risk here. Yeah, well, it's been uh, been quite amusing. Obviously, I get a lot. I've had a lot of angry comments. What's interesting, I've had a lot of angry comments from some Dutch people but I, I also must say I do have a fair number of Dutch followers you know I can see on Facebook a lot of comments uh, positive comments come from Dutch people and uh, yeah actually I have some some followers who've become friends who are Dutch uh, as well and even what couple who've appeared in my videos as well so what a, an example of an angry comment then or the the tone of the angry comments well uh, you know well it depends you know uh, for instance you know when i made uh, actually one one of the first video first blog post i wrote about uh, uh, dating with dutch i wrote a post about dating dutch women and a post about dating dutch men and i made the observation because it because it really kind of shocked me that you know if you're sitting in a eat cafe and there's a group of women uh, there together if one of them decides to go to the toilet, at the top of their voice, they'll say, Ikka plaza! 
really loud. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm going to take a pee. Yeah, I'm going to take a pee. And I thought, wow, is that is that really necessary? <laughs> and so in the first post I ever wrote about Dutch women, dated Dutch women, I sort of made a little joke about this, this Itgar Plasser, and I, I, I'm going to take a pee, and I, I wrote a little comment of it. I just got a lot of uh, comments saying, uh, what's wrong with, uh, what's from Dutch people say, what's wrong with uh, making that comment? Uh, what's the problem? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, and oh, I don't think you've, you're very funny, and I don't like it. But also, uh, as well as uh, Dutch people who are annoyed, I would also get comments from expats who have Dutch partners. So, for instance, when I wrote about you know, dating a Dutch man and that Dutch men often insist on uh, going 50-50, going Dutch, uh, then suddenly I was inundated with comments from expats. My Dutch boyfriend is nothing like the way you write about Dutch men in your blog. And I would say, well, yes, but I'm not writing about... This post isn't about your boyfriend. <laughs> it's a general observation. So it's a mix. So I'd often get angry comments from Dutch people, but also from expats who feel offended that I'm criticising their Dutch uh, man or woman. Some people take it a bit too factually, or that yes, as if it's a sort of piece of journalism or something. Literally, and uh, then it just, which uh, just kind of makes me laugh, and just inspires me to keep writing. Do, do you collect them and ever publish the comments, the kind of hate I actually, mail I stuff? Actually, I did actually uh, publish. Um, some comments. I once did a post which was just nothing but angry, angry comments. I just copied and pasted all the angry comments, and I once did a, did a post. Yeah, it was actually my tips on dating Dutch men post, and there were so many, so many angry comments, and uh, and the tips on dating Dutch women. And of course, I still. It's funny, but even to this day, three years on, I still get comments whenever I I make jokes about you know Dutch women and their love of white sneakers and smoking and riding around on bikes with their hair wet in the morning. I still get comments like, oh, you only write this because you can't find a Dutch girlfriend. And, you know, the first 50 times I heard it, I thought it was amusing. But after, you know, the uh, yeah, <laughs> thousandth time, you think, yes, OK, thanks. I've heard that one before. But, uh, yeah, so once in a while I do just put a collection of them together and post them because uh, I think it's hilarious. And does that lead to another stream of hate comments on the hate comments? A never-ending <laughs> kind of... <laughs> No, 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 sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes yes, but mostly no, just leads to lots of other people laughing. What's, what's one of your favourite posts, one of your most successful posts or videos that you've produced? Well, I guess the most successful, in a way, one of the most successful videos that I've produced was uh, my, actually my first video, which was called How to Dress Like a Dutch Girl to Make Friends, something along those lines, How to Dress Like a Dutch Girl, because that one is effectively the concept of that video, it's a reverse makeover. Shalaman, I really need your help. I've been living here in the Netherlands for three years and I still don't have a single Dutch female friend. I'm learning Dutch, I can ride my bike, it is neat to load that I still don't have a friend. It begins with an American lady, the fabulous Stevie Long, who is in a dress Shalman, with makeup and high heels. And then throughout the video, I sort of teach her how to dress more like a Dutch girl. So the makeup has to come off. Uh, yeah, she has to wear a pair of jeans. She has to cut holes in the knees of the jeans. And she has to put on a pair of white sneakers, of course. And uh, so that was the whole video, kind of reverse makeover. And that video was huge, huge. It was hugely controversial as well. All right, Charlemagne, tell me what I got to do. OK, so the first thing is that actually you're wearing far too much makeup. Actually, Dumpert uh, ripped yeah, it off and uh, posted it on their website first, really? and then on it's their the popular Dutch uh, video website. Yeah, popular, but 
Dutch kind of blog and video website. So their Facebook page is, God knows, I think uh, half a million followers or something. So they posted it on their Facebook page as well and on their website. And there was huge number of comments. But on, on my page when I posted it, it was huge uproar. Even today, when you look on YouTube, the comments still come in day in, day out. And People you, are saying? Well, you know, Dutch women are saying, Dutch! Dutch women don't dress like this. <laughs> oh, yes, because also in the video I featured a comment, leggings are not pants. And I featured this in the video because on the very day, it was shot on a summer's day, and very much on that day, on my street, I witnessed a uh, a woman wearing uh, a pair of very tight leggings, and underneath she had a pair of white knickers. So it was the contrast was visible from quite a distance, probably visible from space. Do my normal. And uh, so this was fresh in my mind when I made when I made the video. So I put it in the comment, leggings and not pants. And so still to this day, I get lots of comments saying, "Shallow man, Dutch women don't wear leggings as pants." It's like, well, sorry, some of you do. You uh, have the documentary evidence yeah, to prove it. I've seen it, it uh, many times, <laughs> especially for some reason. Women on scooters. I don't know what it is with scooters that people think I'm just going to put my leggings on and wear scooters. But anyway, uh, it is common. So a lot of angry comments. No Dutch women don't dress like that how dare you and blah 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 and because i also made jokes about the makeup saying uh you know dutch women uh have the what's it called the natural look which means uh yeah look as if you're a corpse and uh then there was lots of comments about no the natural look uh, we just don't like wearing makeup and we do wear makeup but we wear makeup so it looks as if we don't wear makeup which what's the point You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. My guest for this podcast is Amsterdam's shallowest man, blogger Simon Woolcott. Coming up, we talk about his tips on getting to grips with the language and we even hear from ex-Manchester United manager Louis van Gaal, whose unique English left a lasting impression on the shallow man. And uh, a lot of times I I use the word uh, horny uh, to my (laughs) place. It's true, <laughs> I'd love to hear from you, so please send me an email here in Holland at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with me via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. And of course, subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or your Android app of choice and share and tell friends about the podcast too. Here in Holland relies on you spreading the word. If you really like it and really feel like helping out, then why not go to iTunes and leave a review in the iTunes store. Okay, back to the interview with Shallow Man. Are there some subjects you are careful about, though? I mean, you're sarcastic, you go for it, you you laugh and poke fun at the Dutch, but are there some things where you think, ooh, careful? No. (laughs) Really? No, not at all. I mean, I've, uh, and in a way, and I guess that's why I've, I've managed to maintain and build a following over the years because I'm very uh, very honest on my views and so I don't skirt around any subject so you know I was one of the first expat bloggers to really uh, criticise the whole Sparta Pete tradizzi before it became uh, huge with the whole UN Verena Shepherd thing and then uh, onwards with the court case and various things. In 2013 I published a post called They're Not uh, Was It They're Not They're Not Black, They've Been Down a Chimney. 
and uh, a whole critique of Svarta Pete and that post as well. I received so many angry comments and lots of, you should go back to your own country. If you don't like it here, you should go back to your own country, which is very interesting that in a country that regards itself as being one of the world's most tolerant countries and having its own constitution, which guarantees freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is fine as long as you agree with the opinions of the majority, but dare to have an opinion that doesn't fit with the majority when there is uproar. So the comments, the hate mail, when I started criticising Svarta Pete, I write about Dutch society from my point of view, and from my point of view, Svarta Pete is a throwback to just the minstrel days. I don't see it as a slave thing, I just see it as a demeaning and insulting caricature of black people and a, a racist a racist and, and, thing uh, yeah and it's uh, i think it's racist i think it's just offensive i think it's just offensive uh, when i see a group of spider peats running around town i don't think oh how nice great it's for the kids i just think my god if you walked around uh, brixton like that you'd be leaving in a coffin i just think it's uh, an insult as a black guy, have you come up against discrimination, uh, problems, racism in the Netherlands? No, not really, because I'm very good looking and very articulate. So uh, people uh, people tend to, I think, keep their uh, keep their racist opinions to themselves if they have them. <laughs> Generally, no. I would say no. Not, I would say, uh, have I really come across? Uh, I think one or two, maybe one or two comments here or there, but no, generally, generally not. If, if it's occurred, it's been in the most passive, aggr- aggressive way possible that I haven't even registered it. You have um, a lot of stuff on dating. Is that something you really like to zoom in on and have a lot of fun with? Yeah, well, the thing was that, uh, you know, when I, uh, <laughs> when I was... When I was uh, a single man running around Amsterdam. Yeah, it was uh, just uh, a completely... It was an experience because the way of dating here is completely different to anything I've ever experienced. Shallow men. I'm an expat living here in Amsterdam and I'm having a hard time dating the two women. And I'm so I'm sure I'm doing something wrong. Can you help me? You're not alone. Many are expats. So uh, that's... And also, uh, yeah, once I started writing my blog and a lot of expats started reading it, I uh, I still, to this day, receive a lot of messages from people who say, hey, Shalaman, guess what happened to me? Or, you know, you won't believe what happened. Uh, you know, I went on a date and this is what happened. Or I even had the story of a girl, <laughs> a woman, went on a date with a guy and then let's say they split the bill and she said, fine, I was kind of expecting that. She said, I read your blog, so I was kind of expecting that. But then... They split the bill, but there was, I don't know, 80 cents uh, difference. You didn't have 80 cents change. And the, the guy was very much, okay, well, here's my bank account. Here's my bank account. You can transfer it. <laughs> you could transfer the 80 cents to my bank account. Who says romance is dead, eh? Uh, yeah, so uh, she wasn't impressed. And uh, then, of course, uh, she told him, well, there won't be a second date. And then he was like, oh, so you're, only, you're one of those women that's only interested in money. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, these are just cultural differences and also i found uh, as well that with dutch women uh, whereas you know in the uk for instance women generally at least back in the dark ages when dinosaurs were running around when i was a young man going out in the uk women kind of ex- would expect the guy to make the first move and it was very much you'd have to make the first move and have a conversation whereas uh, here it's often not appreciated it's very much the women 
kind of call the shots in the dating game. So it's very much that the women will decide. If the women are interested in uh, in a guy, they're relentless and they will go after a guy and they'll make it obvious, which is fair enough. It's very uh, liberated, but it's different, you know? So, yeah, so I just found the whole dating scene here topsy-turvy and also quite amusing. And uh, so that's why it's something I've often written about. Can people, I mean, the blog and your, your videos and everything, it's designed to give people a smile, make people laugh, but it's also designed to give them a bit of knowledge and a bit of information as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I uh, I do a lot of, um, as well as, you know, I do my jokey stuff, five differences between Dutch and American women or Dutch and American guys, but I've also written about the Dutch jobs market. I've also written about changes in Dutch employment law for instance, where when the law changed from a maximum of three contracts for years to a maximum of two years, which then led to increased unemployment because a lot of employers said, right, you can bugger off after two years instead of three years. So, But fine. So I've written uh, – I often write about current affairs as well because you know I know the situation that uh, when people arrive here, they don't automatically speak Dutch and they don't speak Dutch after six months or a year. So a lot of people only get their news from yeah, some expat media like Dutch News, which is very good, uh, and uh, the general news, but don't, yeah, don't get the depth, the in-depth uh, coverage on what's going on politically and so on. So I – then sometimes also write about uh, things that affect expats or things that are going on that might not be covered in depth in other media. And, and things like swearing like the Dutch. You have videos which yeah, is like right. swearing it's like the Dutch, which also obviously it's, it's, it's funny and you learn Dutch swear words, also you learn a bit about the language. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I, I actually uh, I'm a firm believer that for quality of life, if you're going to be here for longer than a couple of years, you really should learn Dutch. Just so you have context, I don't. No one expects you to be speaking uh, NOS Dutch. No one expects you to be, you know, on the equivalent of the BBC, uh, you know, reading the news. But it really helps if you just understand what's going on around you. It really helps, especially in customer service situations where, you know, customer service is often appalling here. It helps when you can uh, shoot back a sarcastic comment in in the Netherlands. And uh, it helps if you just understand a bit more. So it's it's good to have. Just basic Dutch, I think. Uh, even if the Dutch generally won't speak it with you, doesn't matter. It's good if you're in a place and people are speaking Dutch around you that you can understand what's going on. It really will improve your quality of life. Uh, so uh, hence, yeah, I do a, a lot of stuff also about Dutch and learning Dutch and also how to swear in Dutch, uh, how to speak Dutch like Louis van Gaal. It's not only in England England like that. It, it's... Uh... How do you call it? A gladiolus game. The dead, the dead of the gladiolus. Or you are dead, or you receive the gladiolus flower. Yeah, it's like that. And and in in cup matches, it's always like that. You can win and you can lose. Hello, hello, hey! Pay attention to the manager. And. Uh, a lot of times I, I use the word uh, horny uh, to my place. He took a Dutch idiom, but he kind of explained it in English, and then, in a very strong Dutch accent, said to, Dutch, to the English media, do you know what I mean? And they all went, no. <laughs> anyway, oh, well, well, you know, so, yeah, I often do things about learning Dutch. Uh, I think uh, it's valuable that uh, you can uh, grasp bits of the language. The basics, just the basics. 
Uh, did you ever expect that your, your blog and all of your activities would be as successful as they've uh, turned out to be? Uh, no, not really. No, not really. But um, in a way, I guess, uh, you know, I could be as cynical as the next man. But I, I think uh, in a way, the one thing I've done for maybe correctly is that I haven't put myself in a straitjacket in terms of what subjects I cover. You know, if you have a blog and let's say, you know, let's say you have a blog, which is huge, like stuff Dutch people like, which is a mini industry. Well, a lot of the content is about stuff Dutch people like. You're kind of in a straitjacket, whereas I can pretty much write about what I like. So, and that's what I do. I just write about things that interest me or annoy me. And, uh, and you know, the way it works is that, yeah, not every post appeals to every individual. So some people don't like a post, uh, fine. Uh, but the next one they might like. Sometimes some I, I I have some followers saying, "Oh, you're doing political stuff again. Do you have to do political stuff?" I just want to read about dating, or I just want to read about you know five differences between the Dutch and something else, or Dutch swearing. Fine, but I, I've never really stuck to a particular formula. If people haven't found you yet, how can they find you? Yeah, just go to AmsterdamShallowMan.com, and uh, yeah, you'll find me there. If you type in Amsterdam Shallow Man, you'll find my site. And are you open to ideas from, from the audience? Always, always. Uh, a lot of my content has come from my readers. I've often had readers say, hey, why don't you write about this? I've actually got a backlog of messages at the moment where uh, I thought where I've marked things down as being brilliant ideas and it's just finding the time to, to actually uh, write them. But, yeah, actually uh, a, a reader gave me a great idea which she said you should write something about what she called Dutch splaining and I said to her, what's Dutch spaining? And she said, it's where a Dutch person tells you something as an expat that is bloody obvious and you already know this, but they'll insist on lecturing you as if you're a five-year-old and say, do you know that in the Netherlands we do this because... And she called it Dutch splaining. And I thought, that is brilliant. So that's what I want to write up. Any new plans then for, for The Shallow Man? Uh, well, I mean, in terms of, in terms of new, new plans, obviously I have some more videos... Uh, in progress that I'm planning, but uh, I'm also, obviously I've been discussing with you, I think I'm also going to launch a podcast as well. I think it's... Uh, a great idea. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a good way to reach people. And uh, yeah, and of course, yeah, videos are great, but they have to be very short and punchy and so on. And I cover a lot of current affairs stuff and a lot of stuff that's going on. I think it'd be nice to do uh, a longer format. So uh, yeah, I think I'll definitely be doing a podcast soon. Simon Woolcott, a.k.a. Shallow Man, Amsterdam's shallowest man, a sarcastic blogger who has his sights on all who cross his path. You can find more Here in Holland podcasts in iTunes or your Android podcast app of choice. Subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast too. Podcasts only exist online, so I need you all to spread the word. I have a website too, of course, hereinholland.com and a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. If you really want to help out, then why not leave a review in iTunes? I'm always open to ideas for new shows, so why not get in touch? This is an interview podcast and there are also story podcasts in which expats share anecdotes of their life in the Netherlands. There's an episode on small victories, one on Dutch directness and one on chance encounters, amongst others. Subscribe and you'll get them too, alongside the interview podcasts. There's even a mini-series on English media in the Netherlands. A world of podcasting joy will open up for you when you subscribe to Here in Holland. OK, from me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening and until the next time. (laughs) 